Today's daf is Maseches Yevamos Tav Yudal. The Gemara continues to analyze the debates of Beis Shammai versus Beis Hillel. It's two giants and yeshivot which had very different divergent opinions in many areas of halacha. And they make, and the Gemara makes a number of important points. Read in parallel with the Gemara in Erevin, Daf Yud Gimel, which we discussed back then, which says, Elu ve'elu divrei Elohim chayim, that the words of Beis and the words of Beis Hillel are both the living words of Hashem. They both have value, they both have weight. However, the final halacha follows Beis Hillel. There was an argument for three years, and a heavenly voice comes out and establishes the halacha. We have to have a practice that the Jewish people can follow. The halacha follows Beis Hillel. One of the three reasons that the Gemara in Erevin quotes is because that Beis Hillel would always consider and put forth the opinion and think about the opinion of Beis before putting forth their own opinion. That that was their adversary, and only then would they build their opinion. So Beis according to Ardaf, likely did not feel the need to consider Beis Hillel's opinion, as they were mechadadei tfei, they were sharper. Nevertheless, that seems to be an intellectual capacity of sharpness. Nevertheless, the Tosos Rid on the Gemara Erevin, for example, notes that despite Beis Shammai's intellectual superiority, Beis Hillel's methodology was able to compensate for their for their smaller or less sharp approach. Beis Hillel not only had to build their own coherent ideas, but also had to consider, analyze, and disprove Beis Shammai's conclusions. Our Gemara also says the students of Hillel were more numerous. It was a yeshiva system, as we've noted in the past, that had an open-door policy. Whoever wanted to learn Torah, in contrast to Beis Shammai's elite high-threshold style, high-threshold bar of entry to enter the yeshiva. It makes sense. That was, we learned the Gemara and Brachos, Rama Gamliel, who, although was a descendant of Hillel's yeshiva, he took on the policy of Beis Shammai, put a guard at the front door, and only let in certain types of students. It makes sure it makes sense that why our Gemara says Beis Shammai was sharper, while Beis Hillel was more numerous. Of so Ari Khan in his Sefer on Agadita, page twenty, so crowns on the letters is the name of the Sefer mentions two other understandings. First is that the Gemara in Erevin also mentions Beis Hillel's mida of modesty. Beis Hillel was more modest in terms of their in terms of their midot, in terms of their, their, their character traits, and they were rewarded as such but not necessarily with an intrinsic advantage of one opinion over the other, hence the statement of Elu Elu. but the Mida of Beis Hillel, similar to Moshe Rabbeinu, as we know, to win the day in terms of the opinion because of their Midot. The second idea is that either Beis Shammai did not accept the Baskol, this heavenly voice that Argamar mentions as well, or they did not accept Elu Elu. They felt perhaps that their opinion actually was superior, and therefore the Baskol chose Beis Hillel, who did value the concept of Elu Elu, teaching Beis Shammai's opinion uh, first, as we mentioned. One other point is that our Gemara notes that despite the differences of opinion, there was love and friendship between Beis Shammai's family, the Yeshiva, and Beis Hillel's, putting into practice the Nevuah of Zechariah, Ba'emes, Ba'ashalom, Ahevu, love, truth, and peace. And this was a vision of the future, as of Yosef Dov Soloveitchik taught the following, and this is from Avari Khan, quoted in the Sefer, my revered teacher of Yosef Dov Salvechik taught that only in the Messianic age 
will man learn how to reconcile truth and peace? And he quotes the Pasuk from Zechariah, which we speak about on all the, all the public fast days. The Pasuk says, The fast of the fourth month, the fast of the fifth month, the fast of the seventh month, the fast of the tenth month, shall become days of joy and gladness. Special occasions for the house of Yehuda. Therefore, love, truth, and peace. That's the context, and that's where it says it. So a special day, a special holiday is going to be established. These are the verses of the prophecy from Zechariah, the Rav taught that at the essence of the new holiday will, will replace Tisha B'Av will be just this, the reconciliation of truth and peace. Tisha B'Av will become the holiest, most sacred Yom Tov when this reconciliation is realized.